Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Touches Youngstown, and by every city, I mean every city that like black people are a family live in, uh, like Canton, Akron, Cleveland. I just right. didn't touch Youngstown. Nobody goes to Green and any of those other places. But I don't even know what that place is. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, the main ones: Canton, Canton, Akron, Cleveland, Tour de France, just up and down, up and down Northeast Ohio all weekend. Uh, and then I had to drive home and immediately hop on the podcast. So it's been a day. But after we knock out this beautiful podcast. I'm gonna go see Black Panther, which I heard was a beautiful movie. I heard it was really good. I don't know when I'm gonna see it. Probably maybe tomorrow because it's supposed to be five dollars. So I'll probably see it tomorrow. Isn't that on Tuesdays? That's Columbus in Cleveland. It's oh, you are in mm-hmm. you are in Cleveland. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Hey, for five dollars, you might as well. Yeah, I can walk there too. It's like right down the street. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. Um. Speaking of uh, movies, very, very quickly, did you see, like, so I I don't be on Twitter that much no more, honestly, if I'm not, like, talking about sports. Like, I don't have a whole lot. Like, I don't be on my personal one as much. Supposedly, right. it was, like, a Twitter topic about sneaking movies into snacks. Oh, sneaking snacks into snacks snacks into movies. Did you see that? I didn't. I did not. Oh, or was it was, was it about that girl who said she took an Uber home because the dude went to the dollar store? I don't know, but that was hilarious. I did see that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, no, I, yeah, I think I did see the debate because like, I think I don't know. I saw one tweet. It was like, "What? Uh, what's the craziest thing you've ever snuck into the movie?" I've taken full meals. Yeah, like not like 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 food. Like you stop, you stop at Wendy's, put it under your shirt. You know, like when I got older and was like, put it in your mom's purse, put it in your girl's purse. Like, um, yeah, it don't, it doesn't matter. Like, I've had dinner cooked, put into Tupperware, put into a purse, and ate it at the movies. That's hilarious. I haven't been that bad, but yeah, I mean, unless, especially, it's not this. This might have sounded crazy like five, ten years ago, but now that all the movie theaters, like the big ones, sell alcohol, right? I take alcohol every time I go to the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because even then, I'm still not buying alcohol at the. At no, a you just buy. You just buy a drink. Like you, yeah. like I like sometimes depending. Sometimes like you know I get like a the bottle or something or whatever. But like other times, like I just go get a coke or whatever and just be in there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, because like buying an alcoholic beverage at the. Um, at the movies, it's kind of like buying a bottle at the bar or the club. Yeah, it's like you're so you're you're way overpaying. So like, I'm like, like what what are we doing here? We, <laughs> we know why we're here. We're here for the movie. 
Uh, we sneaking everything in. Yeah, every single time. Every single yeah. time. No, no, no doubt about it. But speaking of, I do have a movie to go to. So we are going to put the hour back on the clock and see if we can hit it. We did pretty decent last week. Um, better than normal. I think we were under hour five. So yeah, we probably would have hit it if we didn't have those uh, that, that technical difficulty. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Um, all right. So quick hitters. UCLA and Oregon both got upset yesterday. Uh, Oregon got upset by Washington. Shout out to former Indiana quarterback Michael Penix Jr. Uh, the brother was balling. He was balling all year for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, he went stupid. He went stupid. Uh, while Indiana is, uh... yep, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. We thought it was him. It wasn't really him. <laughs> nah, nah. He this, this, whole, whole time he was him. Yeah, we just, we just didn't know it. We just didn't know. <laughs> his team was his ops the whole time. That's that, crazy. It makes perfect sense. That's crazy. And then yeah. um, UCLA got beat by Arizona, which Arizona. is significantly worse. Yes, because like Washington was a top twenty-five team. They had beat. They had had some good games. They lost like a really weird one, I think, to Utah or something. But like, they're a good team. They've been playing well. Losing to them is not terrible. Um, it's just Oregon had been playing so well, and they were starting to get hype, and Bo Nix was starting to get Heisman hype, and and, and that kind of stuff. That it sucks to lose, but losing to Arizona, yeah, you can't do that. How far you think they're gonna drop? Um, which one? UCLA. Um, so they were like, they were in the top 10, right? Where were they at? I thought they were 14. Oh, four, ooh. if they were 14, they might drop to like 22. That's nuts. That's nuts. Because that's a much crazier, farther drop than Clemson did. And Clemson had a worse loss last week than uh, UCLA just did. Yeah, but they're Clemson. I don't care. You know, I don't care, bro. That division's worse than the Pac-12 if we being oh. honest. Like by far, it's not even close. Yeah, it's so like what, man? Come on, bro. I, yeah, so you know, but it, you're it, ninth, Clemson, right now. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I told you they should even they should never see the top ten ever again for the rest of the year, and they're freaking ninth. If, uh, <laughs> if, um, if the right team or wrong team for the the public um, loses, Clemson could still make the playoffs. There's a few teams that sh- probably shouldn't make the playoffs. Could still make the playoffs. Yeah, I think I do think Clemson loses the UNC. Like even if they don't lose again, they might lose. They might mess around and lose to South Carolina in the last game of the season. They just but might. Even if they, but even if they make the season in the season eleven and one, I do think they lose to North Carolina and the uh, championship game. Yeah, I don't, so think, I, don't, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. But we'll, we'll see. We'll have to see. So the problem is, uh, North Carolina is going to be a top ten team. So if they go, if they win out and they beat North Carolina in the last game, and someone else loses, they might be like, "Well, they rebounded. They beat a top ten team." Like you know that kind of recency bias thing. Yeah. So the and it's Clemson. They just people just like the name. So there's a chance, which I don't like. They just need to lose again. Someone needs to just get them out of there. Uh, stop! Stop! Save us from our misery. Please. Just end, end the suffering. End the Clemson suffering, please. Um, but, yeah, so it's like, I think, although, so here's the thing with this, and speaking of teams needing to lose and Clemson being able to get in, uh, UCLA and Oregon losing has all but kicked the Pac-12 out of the playoff again. The Pac-12 has never been to, has only been to the playoff once. I believe it was 2014 or 15 when Washington made it. They have not had another team since. And it looks like they're not going to have a team now because their only option is USC going undefeated for the rest of their games. And that's not going to happen, I doubt, because they have a really bad defense and they just lost their starting running back, most likely for the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a that's going to be a little tricky. A little tricky for that to happen. So if USC loses, yeah, the Pac-12 is out. They're yeah. The playoff yeah. So mm. that's that's just giving life to the worst person that I've never met. <laughs> uh, the, state of, 
the state of South Carolina. Someone's going to end our suffering. I think South Carolina is going to do it. I think that would be that would be such a good way to. End I can see that happening. South Carolina playing a uh, spoiler. They've yeah, done it before. Be, yeah, that'd be such a good way to end the season. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Put that yeah. pack in the air. Yeah. Oh my god. It, <laughs> the last time was almost too much for me. It almost was. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I fought through it. I fought through it, you know, because it's just like Clemson and Bama packing the same night. Like, I wasn't prepared for that. I was not prepared. <laughs> but, you know, I, I had to fight through it. But, you know, I'm, I, I will be more prepared now. You know, I will be, right, I'll be more prepared. Right. So. I, I am. I, <laughs> if it ends up being you, I won't be prepared if it's UNC. Okay. And I, and I, I should be, but I definitely won't be. I'm still used. To, yeah, I'm still used to UNC being like you're a basketball school. So yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. Um, I do think it's interesting that we almost got Bama Pack again, and the reason why we didn't is coaches are dumb. Well, so, I mean, like, he's been saying that about this this uh, conference for two years now. Yeah. the The thing is, so I don't. Did you watch that game? Uh, I watched literally the last few minutes. <laughs> I, I wasn't because I was watching. Uh, I think it was Michigan. Uh, Michigan. Um, who did Michigan play last week? Michigan Rutgers was the okay. one that was taking over for that one. So and I didn't watch all of it, but I did watch a decent amount of it. And regardless, the whole point is, uh, Ole Miss was running the ball on mm-hmm. Alabama. Like, could not be stopped. Mm -hmm. And then with less than two minutes left in the game, they get to the 14-yard line, down six. A touchdown wins it. And they stop running the ball. They start throwing the ball, and they get – it's either incompletions or interception. It wasn't incompletions. It was like either incompletions or sacks, something like that, and they lose. And it's like you've been running the ball the entire game. You ran the ball to get – down here, their running back had, and this is their backup running back, by the way, 25 carries for 135 yards and two touchdowns. He was averaging 5.4 yards per carry. And they just they just decided. Yeah, just fumbled. Gave it away. Uh, I've, seen it hap- I've seen that happen. Um, I've seen it happen all over the place. College, high school, and pros. Remember, shoot, uh, Atlanta did it in a Super Bowl. So like, <laughs> I, yeah. team, I don't, I don't know what some coaches be thinking or some teams be thinking for real for real. Yeah. So listen to this. Listen to this. This was their drive. Okay. First and ten at the twenty-five, nine-yard pass. Then they get a thirty-five-yard run. Then they get a three-yard pass. On the next play, they get a 14-yard run. So in one in four plays, they went from the 25 to the Alabama 14-yard line with two big running plays. And after that, they did incomplete pass, run for no gain, which means that was a drop back. Then he was sacked for a loss of six. Then on fourth and 16 from the 20, the pass was incomplete. You just got forty nine yards. That I, I, you know what it is. Some coaches. So it's not even about being dumb. That that's like an ego thing. You got you 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 got Alabama on the ropes, and now you're trying to be cute. That's an ego thing. You tried to get cute, and that's what you should never do. They didn't run the ball one time. Both of the runs on that drive got the requisite yards or more for that touchdown. Yeah. They, they, they were on the 14. One of the runs was for 14 yards. The other one was for 35. Not saying you were going to run once and immediately get 14 yards, uh, but that was your best bet. Four straight passes? Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. that's no, just, it's, it's not the best idea. Especially when, you're, when, you, when it's been working. The Browns just did it today. The they was, they they were running the ball really well, and then next thing you know, they're just throwing the ball all the time. They're like the no. Browns love to do that, like they don't have Nick Chubb. They got the best running back in the league right now, technically, because I don't, I don't, they, know, I don't know what's going on with your boy. I don't, I think it's the offensive line, but right now they got the best running back in the league. That and he's having injuries for the first time in his career, and yeah. I don't mean his NFL career. I mean his, his entire career. Yeah. He had never missed a game, yeah. so and he missed like two or three already. So, yeah. uh, but you had the best running back in the league. And the best backup running back in the league. And you got one of the best offensive lines in the league when it comes to running the ball. So, you know, obviously that means don't 
Don't run the ball. Don't run the ball. I don't know. I don't get it. But their their biggest problem is the defense. I watched that whole game today and was like, "Hmm, your defense looks kind of (laughs) suspect. Which which team? Uh, Browns. Yeah, I think that's weird because they've invested a lot in the defense. Exactly. Either they got injured or they just haven't worked. Yeah, it just hasn't worked, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's let's get into the Big Ten. Um, Illinois, man. Illinois, like it's it's. What are we doing, bro? Both the both the teams that I was so excited for are trying to fumble the bag at the end. Yeah, and like I'm not mad at Illinois because it's just like these are the kind of things that we expected them to go through yeah. just earlier. Like if, yeah. if, if if they had one or two of these losses earlier and I, we're still at seven and three, we would still be like super excited. And I'm not saying that I'm not super excited, but like. When they go seven and one, and it should be eight and zero because of a really, really, really bad call, and you're like, "Oh yeah, y'all are really doing something. Y'all are really dominating yeah. this, this that, it, the third. This it's game, though, they lost. They lost this game. I mean, they lost the last one too. Yeah. yeah, but this one, this one was, it was. I think. I don't think I saw when I was paying attention to it. I want to say like five drop passes that, Jeez. and a few of them were like for first downs, like third and something. It, 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 it when I say drop, like hitting in the hands and just going, nope. It was bad. It was bad to watch. And then it's just those plays, the plays that needed to be made. Purdue was the one that ended up doing it. Whereas yeah. it just kind of just dropped. Did did. Crucial, crucial catches they they dropped and it was bad. Yeah, did um did Chase Brown get injured? Uh, I think that was last game. So it wasn't this one. Did he play in this game? I I didn't. I can't fully remember. I can look it up. I thought right. I saw something that said he got injured, and that that also could have been a part of it. It's just kind <laughs> of unfortunate because it, like it's still a great story. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say it's not, but it could have been a much better story. No, I don't. If he got injured, I don't know when because he's had twenty three carries for ninety eight yards. So like, it had to been late in the game then. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it, but um, it's still like I, you know I'm not gonna be uh down on Illinois. Yeah, two touchdowns too. Yeah, no, he did he did get injured, and the final minute of the game. Mm. Oh man, he, that happened to him last week or the week before. He got injured in the middle of the game. Well, probably was it? A, I don't know what was the injury. It said something with his leg. It said he couldn't put any weight on his leg. Oof. That yeah, he scored the last touch, the last touchdown for Illinois. Oh wait, the first touchdown. I'm reading this wrong. Yeah, that that sucks. Honestly, yeah. he's had an amazing year. He's already over thirteen hundred yards. Um, really been the kind of engine. And I think like they, I'm not predicting it, and I don't. I gotta look to see who their last game is, is against. But this is something that could be like they lose their last two games, which means they lose their final four. Yeah. Especially if we, oh now they play Northwestern, so they oh, lose three straight, and then beat <laughs> yeah. So they at at worst they end up eight and four. Is that what that is? They're seven. Seven and three now. They probably lose to Michigan. But uh, speaking of that, like we can get to that when we go to our preview. I do still think they can beat Michigan. Uh, it'll be really, really hard if Chase Brown's not out there. That's probably why it won't happen. But they are uniquely positioned, in my opinion, to um, you know showcase some of Michigan's flaws. So yeah. we'll save that for in about like fifteen minutes, maybe maybe less, because we're trying to get out of here. Yeah. Um, but it's it's I don't even know the word for it because it's not disappointing because they were playing with house money. Um, you know, you can't really be disappointed when you like did something that no one thought you were gonna do and you're gonna make a bowl game in your second year and all of this other kind of stuff. But at the same time it is kinda um sad or unfortunate, frustrating, whatever the word is that right. they are gonna lose the chance of potentially lose the chance of, you know, winning the West and getting uh, the Illibuck for the uh, – he just stopped running. If he would have kept running, he that ball was perfect. You talking uh, about this Packers game? Yeah, he just yeah. slowed down. Like, he just, boom, slows down. Oh, wait, there's the ball, and it literally hits him in his That's hands. That's the late game. Throw the flag. It literally hits him in his hands. If he kept running, the ball is just perfect, just right in a freaking basket. 
I don't I'll never feel bad for Aaron Rodgers because you know screw never. Aaron Rodgers, but man, they're treating him poorly right now. <laughs> like never. Uh, I told yikes. you. I, I am not a fan. <laughs> no, I, no, absolutely not. Whatever. Get over it. Uh, that's a crazy delay of game. Yeah. Uh, okay. Either way. Um, so, Illinois. And so, this brings us to, like, a really weird thing as we kind of transition into our next game. There are four teams who are tied amongst the Big Ten West. Yep. And... For something that me and you both disagree with, it seems like the Big Ten's tiebreaker scenarios and things like that are overall conference record. It doesn't start with division record. Yeah. So that's weird because, like, why would you do that when you're a division? Like, what's the point of having divisions? If, if anything, it just proves it proves why having divisions is stupid in the first place. Yeah, because you're not fully committing to that. Yeah, yeah. You're just halfway there. You're only halfway doing it. Because you should be winning your division, which means if that's the case, Illinois would still be in the driver's seat because they have wins over Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. Yeah. But right now, Iowa is actually the one that's in the driver's seat. Um, They do still play Minnesota next, so they could lose that game. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, you know, anything can happen, I guess, but... Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's not great. Purdue's also kind of in the driver's seat, but they have a win. They have a loss to Iowa, so Iowa is really the one because, and and it's it, the reason why it is this way is because Illinois still has to play Michigan, which we're going to talk about again shortly, as I already mentioned. And most people assume and believe that they're going to lose that game, so that's right. going to knock them out of the tie for first place, which means the tie for first place is then between Iowa and Purdue. Well, it's the winner of Minnesota-Iowa, that game, and then Purdue. If Iowa beats Minnesota, they control their destiny. If Minnesota beats Iowa, then Purdue should win the West. There are a lot of options. There are a lot of things that can happen. It's kind of really weird. Um, But not It is weird because I don't think if, if Purdue ends up winning the West, they really didn't earn it. They've been very inconsistent as a team uh, last week. What three points this week? Plays hard, wins the game. Like I next, if they lose this upcoming Saturday, it wouldn't surprise me one bit because they've been flip flopping all year. Mm, they play Northwestern. <laughs> Purdue has it easy. They play Northwestern and Indiana. They, it's not possible for them to lose either of those games. Mm. They better not. <laughs> those, those, both of those teams are one and six in the Big Ten. Like, jeez. Yeah, like they're not gonna lose either of those games. They better not. Um. So yeah, it's it just like a really weird tiebreaker scenario. Purdue, Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, all four and three. Wisconsin is officially out of the race. Yeah. But they still have two games left to get bowl eligible. They have a game against Nebraska and a game against Wisconsin. Oh, I'm talking about Wisconsin. A game against Minnesota. Uh, they can win one of those games. I think I predicted them to get to split them. And in the, six, in the year six and six. So, um, yeah, Indiana and Northwestern should be uh, firing their coaches, one and six in the division. And, I mean, again, I keep saying this, so we are going to transition to this shortly so we can actually just talk about the game. But uh, we are a Illinois not shocking Michigan away from 10 and 11 and 0 Michigan, Ohio State for – all the marbles for the yeah. Big Ten, for the East, but really for the entire Big Ten because we know whoever wins that game is going to win the championship game and then the the number two seed in the college football playoffs. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough one. I um I don't I've know. Mentioned it, I've mentioned it once or twice. Are you? Oh no no no! I didn't say Michigan Ohio State. I said you could, you should come down for Michigan Illinois. It's a little less exciting though. But were you coming for that game? That's or either I, of them? I'd probably, if anything, I'd probably do Ohio State Michigan. Um, I figured that one's slightly harder hard. because yeah, I figured that one's slightly harder because that's the weekend of Thanksgiving. I didn't know if you would. Ah. I mean, it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, but still, yeah, still, still. Even next, that, even next, this week would be difficult. I don't know. I'll have to see. I'll have to see. Yeah. All right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. 
Um, so next game we want to review, speaking of Iowa, Wisconsin, Iowa. Wisconsin, like I, this game doesn't so weird. make sense to me. So weird. Because if it you look at everything but the score, if you look at everything but the score, Wisconsin should have won this game. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and they didn't even come close. Mm-mm. So they lose they lose the game 24 to 10. Um Iowa had another pick six. Yep. Um, 32-yard interception return by Cooper DeJean, who is absolutely balling. Just, like, he's doing his thing for sure. Um, But I know we don't always like to do too, too many stat reads here, but this has – I have to read this. I have to. So this is Iowa stats in a game that they won by 14 points. Spencer Peters, 14 of 23 for 94 yards, 4.1 yards per play, Zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, 27 QBR. As a team, as a team, they ran the ball 45 times for 52 50, yards. 52? I was about to say 57. 1.2 yards per carry, but they had two rushing touchdowns. And that's the crazy part, two rushing touchdowns. <laughs> like, they, I, I, they averaged under three and a half yards per play as yep. an entire team. And, and got one the game. And won the game by 14. Graham Murch is terrible. He went 16 for 35, 176 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. And Braylon Allen, man, I don't know what's good. Like, we were talking we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, where it's like, if you look at his numbers, it looks like he's having a decent season, right? Like he's over a thousand yards or whatever. You know, the the stats are kind of there. But if you actually watch the games, it's like, eh, very man. <laughs> Very yeah. like unimpressive. It's not that it's not that impactful. Yeah, especially after what he was doing last year. Yeah. Seventeen carries, forty yards, two point four yards per carry. As an Ohio State fan, this is exciting for me slightly, and just the, the justification of like, yeah, y'all kept saying Ohio State struggled against Iowa. Did we forget that Iowa has an amazing defense? Like somehow, somehow when we were talking about Ohio State, obviously not us, like the national media, somehow when we were talking about Ohio State, it just got lost that Iowa has an amazing defense. So them doing this to someone else. And it's kind of crazy to me because even then, Wisconsin still almost put up 250 yards as a total total offense. But 250 yards isn't good. I mean. Man, not in today's game. That's very Yeah, but like. It's not like what's the name can it's not like what's the name's passing the ball or anything like that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like <laughs> um yeah, it, it's just like but and good news for all of us involved, Iowa's offense was dog shit. So Barbie. maybe maybe <laughs> maybe there's still hope that um someone gets fired over there. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I doubt it. Especially because of last week, because of last week's performance, nobody's getting nobody's getting fired. Yeah, at all. it doesn't. And matter. and they're going to win the West just to spite me, like for me personally. Yeah, it's just I don't, I don't. It, it, it it's sad because that performance last week, and then the fact that their defense is now scoring points again, I, it, it it's hiding. It's going to hide the fact that somebody. If, if if anything, the entire the entire coaching staff needs to needs to be gone, but no one's gonna go. No one's gonna get fired. Iowa's gonna have the same coaching staff again. They can, and we're gonna have the exact the, same problem. Yeah, for the most part, they can keep the defensive staff and yeah. the special team staff, but the offensive staff, everybody has to go. Somebody, somebody gotta go. The quarterback's coach, somebody you just gotta fire somebody just to well, say the say, quarterback the quarterback's coach is Brian Ferentz. Oh well, okay. Well, somebody got to go just to save save face, like an offensive lineman coach or something. Something like make it seem like you' trying to do something. Yeah, and I doubt it, especially if they win. Oh my god, they're going to be uns- in. If they win the West and lose the Big Ten championship game again, man, bro, you're right. They are going to be. They're they're going to lose it, but like. Well, yeah, of course. They're of course, of course, because you, you ain't going to beat Ohio State or Michigan. Yeah. Never know. Like, neither <laughs> like you, you never know and, who you never representative, but you're not beating whoever it is going to be. Yeah, and and the thing is, they played both of them already and lost, so lost. Like, yeah. they already know they're not going to beat them. <laughs> like, so shoot, um, it could have been Penn State. You was you was losing that game, and I think they played them too. No, they haven't. But they was going to lose to them. 
that have been a crazy schedule if in their three crossover games they had to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. Like, who made me. that schedule? <laughs> It'd be like payback for having such a poor performance in the Big Ten Championship game. You get punished by yeah. facing the three biggest teams. They're like, who made that schedule? Me. I did. Uh, it was me, Jordan Williams, and who's going to stop me? Like, I, I will do it again next year, too. Uh, <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, anyway, any other thoughts on this? The rest of the the rest of the games were kind of, you know, whatever. We said it was kind of a sickos week. Um, yeah. Next week is also kind of a sickos week. There's only one. Yeah, there's, one, there's, there's, there's only, like, two two or three good games next week. Yeah. Everything else is just – honestly, if we, if we could have did the – Everybody but Illinois, whoever Illinois is playing in, in, in Iowa is playing is a sickle game of the week. Basically. Uh, so the rest of the Big Ten, Ohio State beats Indiana 56-14. Very, 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 very quickly on that game. Out of that game came one of the best stories in college football this year. There's mm-hmm. a player at Ohio State uh, named Cameron Babb. He was a four-star wide receiver in the class of 2018. He's had four ACL surgeries. Oh, or ACL surgeries in his college career. Never got on the field. Why does his um, hate him so much? I don't. I don't know. Four of them. I think. I think it's been two and two and on East Stone on East Knee. Yeah, no, that's 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 almost a sign. Yeah, and so like, but everyone loves him. Like, it's not like it's not like a you know. Oh, he's such a good, cool guy. Like, no, like he was named. He was voted captain. Everyone loves him. Ohio State does this thing called the Block O to honor one of their players. Yeah, um, like a former player, and so they give it to a leader. Um, you know, you know that shows toughness, resolve, like all of those kind of things. Right. So he got the Block O this year. They were very, very excited for him coming into the off season, all of that kind of stuff. And he got injured again, and he hadn't had a chance to play. Um, he got healthy, and in this game, he finally got to play. He mm-hmm. had his first catch of his career, and it was a touchdown. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it's like an, ama- an amazing story. Like, literally the entire sideline emptied. Ohio State got a delay of game with uh, people yeah. celebrating them, like, and I think the coolest thing for me, because, you know, they say quarterbacks need to be leaders, this, all that other kind of stuff. It came out afterwards that C.J. Stroud went to the coach and was like, we should, like, I want to throw the ball to him. Like, put him on the route that's for the touchdown. Like, like yeah. the, you know, call for him. Gave it to him. He was crying. Like, there was a video, like, of him walking to the sidelines and hugging his mom who was in the stands. Just like, a, you know, it's a really cool story because it's like, you probably shouldn't still be playing football, but you really wanted to push through it, and yeah. you were healthy all, literally all off season, and then football camp you get an injury and, and just didn't get a chance to do it. But yeah, I think that's really cool. That's pretty cool. That and even cool. in like a heartless winning machine like Ohio State, there are still some heartwarming stories because right. most times, you know, y'all already know I'm a I'm an Ohio State fan. We don't even talk about Ohio State on this podcast because not often. Y'all don't um, give us <laughs> team don't give us nothing to really talk about. They're dominant. Yeah. That's it. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're gonna spend all of December talking about them as they go. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. Okay, so Ohio State 56-14, Purdue 31, Illinois 24, Michigan State 27, Rutgers 21. Uh, That was a good game. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't get to see it. I was at my niece's birthday party and going all the way up and down Northeast Ohio, but um, that looked like it was a good game. Yeah, it was a a very competitive game. Um, For sure. Michigan 34, Nebraska 3. So this is just me like spewing takes that I heard on the podcast and things that I listened to. Uh, Michigan didn't look great in this game for a while. Um, they were struggling to do some things, and then they just kind of like broke they, it open. Yeah, they, they um, figured it out. It was kind of like – so um, it was kind of like what, uh, what happened with North, Northwestern or Ohio State last, last week. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. And then, uh, uh, then they just – they finally like – Remember, like, hey, we Michigan. This is this is. Uh, yeah, like, like, what are we doing? Yeah, we're, I heard we're, that. I heard that the quarterback was bad, missing a bunch of open wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, he he overthrew. He, he he wasn't accurate. He was not. But that run game, <laughs> that uh, run Blake, game. Blake Corum twenty eight for one hundred sixty two yards. In that run game. That, I think they had close to three hundred. They had yeah, two sixty four. Yep. Yeah. They, 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 
It was running all over the place. I don't want anyone to think I'm a hater because I'm an Ohio State fan. So hopefully y'all can hear that loud enough. I am knocking on wood. I have no idea how Blake Corm hasn't sustained an injury with how much they're running him. And I, I hate to say that because I'm not wishing one on him. Ten games into the season, he has 227 attempts. Yeah. He's averaging 22 attempts a game, and that feels low. Like, I thought it would be higher than that. Like, this 220, I thought that was going to be higher. They're, yeah, um, they're, um, they're, that's their game. That's their game, running, just running the ball. And, like, yeah. and I remember there was a point in time they brought it up, the broadcasters, it was like, Michigan's been running the ball, running the ball on everybody, and it was like they ran the ball on first down, first down, ran the ball again on first down, first down. They it, it, they went they went. I think it was four straight runs. Each each run got a first down, and then they scored a touchdown. Yeah, All just crazy. running the ball, but the ball never saw the air. <laughs> so. <laughs> So in Big Ten play, because that's all that really matters, especially with their schedule. Yeah. In Big Ten play, thirty carries, twenty nine carries, twenty five carries, twenty eight carries, thirty three carries, twenty carries, twenty eight carries. Crazy. Yeah. So we I, play in the Midwest. <laughs> we go run the ball. Yeah, yeah, we we go run it. Uh, he's having a hell of a year. Thirteen hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns. The the brother is balling. Yeah, um, he do, he doing this thing. Yep. So where was I? Well, I was. I think there was a couple more scores that I had left. Um, uh, Michigan knocked that out. Uh, let's see. Penn uh, <laughs> Penn State blanks Maryland thirty to nothing. Um, that was just just not great. Yeah. Talua played again, but he has not been good since his injury, and yeah. I really just don't think he should be playing. Yeah, he uh, should have sat, just sat out and just wait for the uh, wait for the draft. He was eleven of twenty two for seventy four yards. That is not him. He puts up two fifty three hundred yards and losses all the time. Like he's just, I don't think he should be playing. Um, we already talked Iowa, and then Minnesota beat Northwestern um, thirty one to three. So that's uh, AP rankings dropped. Illinois is out of it because they lost. So now there's only three teams in the top 25. Ohio State's two, Michigan's three, and Penn State is 11. No surprise there that they are all East teams because that's the only good side of the division. Yep. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break, um, come back in, in our last 20 or so minutes, preview next week, mainly focusing on one game, but we will talk about both. Um, we'll be right back. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to Land Grant Homeland's I-70 Football Podcast. Um, as always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. We're talking Big Ten. We are getting into the at least top three biggest game of the season in the Big Ten. Um, at least I'm excited for it. Uh, nobody could have imagined that this game was going to be so important and right. interesting at the beginning of the season. Um, so that is very great. And that's why we watch football. That's why you watch it. Like you can predict, you can do all these things, but there's a reason you actually watch and play the games. Um, so for next week, the games are Illinois at Michigan, Indiana at Michigan state. That's probably going to be a good one. Indiana, uh, Michigan state, sadly, that might end up being a good game because Michigan state's Michigan state's not that good. Each team ends up being, being competitive against them. So it ends up being a good game. Absolutely. <laughs> Iowa at Minnesota, Penn State at Rutgers, Wisconsin at Nebraska, Northwestern at Purdue, and Ohio State at Maryland. There are some, like, kind of sneaky good games in there. Wisconsin yep. at Nebraska is probably going to be a good game. Well, it depends because T- Casey Thompson got injured, and oh, then their okay. backup quarterback got injured. So Ooh. neither one of them are playing. It's ugh. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It, it could either be a shocker because uh, 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 they're not prepared for whoever's going to play quarterback, or it's just going to be. It's going to be very predictable. Yeah, for sure. Um, so still kind of a, sne- a sneaky good game, but um, Penn State, Rutgers, Ohio State, Maryland, Northwestern, Purdue, just gross. Just yeah. like what? What are we doing here? So. I want to start with Iowa-Minnesota to kind of get this out the way, um, and then we can spend a little bit more time on the one that we actually want to talk about. Yeah. Um, 
you put this on here, the biggest question is very simply, can Minnesota get back on track to win the West? Or, like, can they, like, fix their season? Like, they've just been, like, they've been so disappointing. And this is what I was trying to tell you in the beginning, that, like, there's not a singular thing that I can see why Minnesota shouldn't win the West, except yeah. it's Minnesota. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just I, it's Minnesota. I, I get like I I knew I knew I was going on going on a high limb there having them go undefeated. As at the most, I thought they get one won't have one loss on their season. But like in in their past, even in the games they won, it's not convincing. They're 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 struggling to uh, they're struggling to get wins that they should have with ease. And that's the disappointing part. It's like even even their their bread and butter doesn't look as good as it did to start the year. Their their run game doesn't even look as as dominant as it was what four weeks ago. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's weird because like you can they have two games left. Yeah. And anything can happen in these two games. They oh. play Iowa and they play Minnesota, Wisconsin. They play Iowa and they play Wisconsin, which is really crappy. Like the schedule makers, no love. But I would believe that they lose both of those. I would believe that they win both. I would believe that they split. It's probably more likely that they split. Um, um, I do think they'll beat Iowa just because Iowa's that bad. Um, and, but, and, and, and I think Iowa, while having a great defense, is not as great as they are against the pass. They're they're not as great uh, against the run as they are as the pass. And Minnesota's yeah. bread and butter is running the ball. At least it should be. Yeah, so it should be, but I don't know, man. It, it's just kind of – this one, like, Illinois is, like, that's not disappointing. Like, that kind of happens. They're playing with house money. You're just excited that, you know, they made it or whatever. This one is absolutely disappointing. Like, I'm I'm very much disappointed in Minnesota and what they have going on and how they got to this point in the season. Mm-hmm. And I understand they did have an injury, and, and that didn't help to their wide receiver – but like, I, like not to be callous or anything, their wide receiver wasn't the biggest part of their team. Like the like the most important part for them was the running back and the center coming back, and they got both of those. Right. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. Like Chris, Altman, like Chris Altman Bell, absolutely would have helped. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but they're not losing because they can't pass the ball. They're they're losing because. Like they're undisciplined, or they can't Especially run, defense. or throwing t- turn, or they like they come in in some of these games. It's like, oh, they have a top five defense. I love to talk about stop rate. They're doing this, this, and this, and then they just get like obliterated by someone, and you're like, um, they're, like they you said, like you said, they are. They're they're undisciplined. They, the, the penalties they have, they have penalties at, at at the worst possible time. Sometimes, uh, drop passes or like occasional fumble or something like that. It just, it's like, it, it, it's at times where you definitely don't need them. And it, it, it costs them games. And it, yep. and it's bad because it's like, this is what, one of the oldest teams in the Big Ten? Age-wise? It's one of the oldest teams in the country. Yeah, and they're, it, it's just, it's very, it's very odd. Yeah, and I have no, like, they could win four games next year. Because I don't know who their backups are. Yeah. Uh, so, like, and and the thing that sucks and why, like, they could really lose these last two games is they've lost every game that they played like with a team with a pulse. They yeah. lost three games straight. They lost to Purdue. They lost to Illinois. And they lost to Penn State in back-to-back games. And at least Illinois and Penn State are probably better than Iowa and Wisconsin. But Purdue is iffy. Like, yeah, Purdue so is like, okay, very like, iffy. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, but Penn State put up forty five on them, like just dominated them, just yeah. like, and every and really every sense. So, I don't know. Um, I we know what I was going to do, right? Um, I was going to try to capitalize on any mistakes. They're going to try to win the field position battle. You're gonna have to go on long sustained drives against them. You can't get greedy. Right, you can't, you know, just start trying to throw deep and, and do these kind of things. They'll just play your game. Just play your game. But I don't know if this coaching staff is patient enough. Like some of the things that happens is just them not being patient, not sticking to their identity. I think if they stick to their identity, I think they could win this one kind of easily. Yeah. Um, maybe I think, I think I think 
I think one of the worst things that happened to Minnesota is when uh when Mo went down and they were throwing the ball a lot more and it ended up working. Like it was it was successful for that game. So I think what they did was like uh they they thought like oh we could we could throw the ball like we don't have to run the ball as much as we were before and it's like no no you really do like, yeah, like that's your, your that's your identity stick to your identity there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with a run game yeah it's not flashy but that's not the point that's truly not the point they need to go like I wouldn't even watch any film on anyone else that's played Iowa I would watch the Michigan game that's it yeah. I wouldn't yeah. watch nothing else. I would watch yep. the Michigan game and figure out how they did it. Michigan Michigan as a team ran the ball 42 times, 172 yards, 4.1 yards per carry, and two touchdowns. That's not great, but it worked. It, it does It win. does. It does exactly what it needs to do. Them to win. Their quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, 18 of 24, 155 yards and one touchdown. The no important thing, no interceptions. no interceptions. That is the game that you need. You need your quarterback just to make those short and intermediate throws at time at uh you know very important times, and you need the running game to just keep fighting and grinding four or five yards here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, because even against Michigan, Michigan they weren't good on fourth down. They went four of eleven on fourth down. Like they weren't, you know really playing well. Michigan also won the time of possession 33 to 26. Like that's the game plan. I wouldn't watch no I wouldn't watch no other tape. I would watch that. I would watch that game and model it after that game and try to do what Michigan did to them. That game I'd watch the Big Ten Championship game. Last yeah. year. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all you need. So um speaking of oh so I like we don't always do predictions here but I do think Minnesota's going to do it. I feel like I I shouldn't say that, but I do think I'm, they're going to do it. I'm concerned. I'm so concerned I'm not making a pick. Yeah, understood. Understood. Yeah. Uh Illinois at Michigan. This game has lost its luster slightly, but not really. Uh I'm still very excited about it because I think that Illinois has a couple of things that can directly like showcase Michigan's weaknesses. Um, one being their defense. Their defense is really good, especially against the pass. They have one of the best corners or safeties in, in the country in Devin Witherspoon. And I'm really hoping that they do the thing that nobody has done yet. And that is what Iowa and what Northwestern and some of these teams have tried to do to Ohio State. And that is six, seven, eight people in the box at all time play on an Island and dare the quarterback to beat you. They did. <laughs> teams have been doing that. Tried to do that against Michigan all year. I've watched a few Michigan games. They've, they've done that. They put several people in the box. It hasn't mattered. Yeah. But the, no one with a defense as talented as Illinois has done it. I would. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I only did, and it, it did not matter. I right. think. I mean, it, it mattered. They they relatively stopped it. I, but I was different because Iowa doesn't have an offense. Yeah. So like Illinois, even even though even even then Illinois' offense has been has been inconsistent. I mean, you at Purdue. Yes, their yeah. offense has been inconsistent, but they have one. If yeah. Michigan goes four of eleven on third down against Illinois, they could easily lose that game. Oh, true. true. So, so like, I'm not predicting it still. Like, I, I haven't gotten there yet as far as being ready to predict that. But it is absolutely a real possibility. Um, I, and, I, if anything, I think Illinois will keep this close. It won't. It won't be like a forty something to something thirty or fifty something to something. It'd be probably a, a lower scoring game. And then I say that in Michigan, it'll probably put up fifty four points. <laughs> but uh, I. I, I I don't think they're going to do that. I think the most important thing in this game, the absolute most important thing in this game, is you don't allow big plays. Yeah. Because or, 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 or whoever turns the ball over the least probably wins this game. Yeah, and that's like that's like oh uh, duh, but it's yeah. like no, 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 no. In a game yeah. like this, with these with these teams and this offenses and defenses, that like that's very very important. Like your quarterback throws one interception and and and, and the, the game game's over. over. The game could be easily um, over. So, but I think that the for me the most important thing in this game is not allowing big plays because Jim Harbaugh 
loves to kick field goals. He does not go for it. He does not get aggressive in the red zone. Nope. Michigan has one of the worst red zone offenses in the country. Which and is so, really weird because they have again one of the one of the best running games in the country. So it's it, it, but, it really doesn't make any sense. And and that's why I say that like I don't think people are truly like really like daring them to throw because when you do that in the red zone and you really stack it up and stuff like that, Michigan hasn't been great. Um, Mm -hmm. But like it gets condensed and there's like no threat of the pass. There's like no threat of the pass. And so they're just like, and, like, I, I, and one thing is just like, one thing I've I've noticed with Michigan is that they should probably try um, more movement with their pass game. A lot of rollouts and stuff like that instead of him just being in the pocket. Cause I think him on the move gives that all uh, gives the defense that scared that, that scare that he'll run the ball. Cause, of, cause again, he has over 200 carries. So like, even, so like, I think that could, that could help their passing game, but who knows? Like I'm, I'm not a coach, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm not an offensive yeah. coordinator. Now, if anybody want to hire me, Iowa, I could easily <laughs> turn that offense around. Yeah, it's no question about it. Like, I take a playbook from NCAA 14 and turn it around. And, like, I actually could, like, I think I could come up with a pretty good playbook, but, like, I don't even need it. I don't even need it. I just know when it's the right time. Just give me a different quarterback and be good. I take a playbook from NCAA 14 and and call an offense. That's how bad that their offense is. Why split banana going to be crazy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Not not the why split banana. Why split banana. But but with their tight ends, I mean – I mean, with their with their tight ends. See, see, <laughs> it don't sound um, too stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. So I'm looking for I'm looking for Michigan. This game mm. is 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 really interesting. Illinois has a really bad red zone offense too. They're yes. they're tied with Iowa for 108th in the country. They convert yep. on red zone attempts on 77 like 77 percent of their tries. That is not not good. Mm-hmm. That is just, that is just not good. Yeah. So yeah. this is this this is why it's it's a game where Illinois could win, but it probably won't because Michigan is just the talent. The talent is just better. Like while Michigan's red zone uh, offense isn't that good, you're going against a team that's worse than you in the red zone. And again, Michigan has a good defense, a really good defense still. So yeah, yeah. It it, it, it it's the it, they're pretty much playing each other. Basically, and that's why I say that, you know, it's very much possible for Illinois to win the game, but, mm-hmm. you know. Because they play it's similar, it's similar games, similar mm-hmm. styles. I do think Illinois has a better passing game from the few, yes. from, from what I've seen. Uh, but uh, I think Michigan just has better talent. And I think Mi- Michigan, I know you don't like Jimmy Harbaugh that much, but Michigan has a better coach for right now. They, they just... Illinois was just able to turn it around. Okay, so okay, this is what I was looking for. So they so first of all, when you look at red zone offenses and things like that, you yep. have to look at certain things because technically Michigan is fifth in the country with red zone offense because they have they get points ninety four percent of the time. Okay. But what I was looking at is they. Oh, this is not. This is weird. This does not look as bad as what I remember watching. Basically, so they have 55 red zone attempts. And of those 55, 15 of them were field goals. 25 were rushing touchdowns. 12 were passing touchdowns. Um, really? That's much better than I remember, I think, watching it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Also, this is skewed, though, because some of, like a lot of these stats are against... Like the scrubs. bums, yeah. When they're not playing, when they're not playing bums, that's when it, more it, of these like the, the field goals are really. Because I'm like, I've watched these games. This number doesn't match. But again, this is how stats can lie to you because yep, I'm looking at it and I'm like, numbers don't lie. Making, they can be very deceptive. Yeah, like I'm looking. <laughs> I was like, I've watched this game. Am I making this up? Um, but yeah, so it's going to be very interesting because both of them are not great in the red zone. Both of them have strong running games. Um, Illinois has the better, 
Illinois, I think, has the better passing attack, and I think they have the better secondary. Michigan is better on both lines. So it's kind of strength against strength who can figure it out. The really sad thing is if Chase Brown doesn't play, it's never going to be the the game that it could have been. Like, you're never really just going to get, you know, what this game um, had the potential to be. I'm still predicting Michigan to win. Still think we're going to get 11-0, Michigan versus 11-0, Ohio State for all the marbles. But I do think that this is going to be an amazing game to watch. Yeah, I, I, like you said, Michigan's defensive line can, uh, can get to the quarterback too. And while, yeah, Illinois has the better passing attack, it's not that much better. And it has its flaws in itself, and I've definitely seen it. It showed up last week. So, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, it, it, it should be a good game. It should be a really good game. Uh, it's probably going to be the one that has sound for me. Oh, absolutely. Um, depending on what time it is, but that's going to be – well, no, no, because it doesn't matter what time it's playing. Unless it's pl- – nah. Yeah, no, that's that's going to be the game with the sound on because if it's playing with any other game, even the Iowa-Minnesota game, it, it's it's the better – it's the more intriguing matchup than any yeah. of the other games by uh, far. Absolutely. So I um, might even – if even if the uh, – whatever the afternoon games on are playing, none of them games might even have sound for real, for real. If, if if Illinois Michigan isn't the late afternoon game, no, the rest of those games are just going to be in silent for me. Yeah, I feel like this was the weekend that the Big Ten like flexed all of their games, and they like we haven't, we're not going to put a, a time until the week before, or maybe that's the Thanksgiving one because that might the final be one, I don't remember. Um, okay, so we're we're coming up on time and we're doing well. Um, Sicko's game of the week, Northwestern Purdue. Don't watch this game. Just don't. Nah. Especially since Purdue doesn't know if they want to be a good offense or not consistently enough. Don't watch yeah. this game. <laughs> this, uh, this game could easily end 6-3 and not because the defense were playing so well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the um, – uh, the the I didn't have a auto, I I didn't get a chance to look at a auto conference sickos game, but I'm sure somebody will help us. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll figure it out we'll tweet it or something. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is that the NFL draft quarterback stuff has gotten has gone downhill because Will Levis and Aiden O'Connell are both having bad seasons. Bad so, season, which makes sense. Weird. They they both came back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Don't ever do that. <laughs> Stop. Well, doing okay. That. I don't know if Will. I don't know if Will Levis was eligible, but yeah. he also only started for one season. They both only started for one season. Yeah. I think. I think they had to come back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky only had one one season of starting and got drafted in the first round. Huh? Um, that that was a bad choice. It was. Uh, Chicago <laughs> not smart, but hey, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's get into our pit stops. Um, yeah. You can go first. I uh, just want to get out there. Uh, Steelers got a win today. They beat the Saints, which isn't saying much, but in my eyes, I think it's hilarious because the Steelers are still beating Andy Dalton. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's just we three and six tied with the Browns, who probably should be much better than what they are, but they're not. So I just you know still got a chance to win the NFC North too. <laughs> so you know that's. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> While the Ravens are playing really, really well, the Ravens are oh, – everybody is 1-1, one and, one, and I think besides Cincinnati might be 0-2 in the division. If I'm not mistaken. I have to check that out again. But I know the Steelers are 1-1, one and one, the Ravens are 1-1, one and, one, and the Browns are 1-1. One one. Yeah, I don't even want to get into that. That's <laughs> The NFL is so gross this year. Like, freaking the Bills just lost to the Vikings. Like – well, the Vikings are eight and one. Yeah, that's nuts. That's <laughs> that's nuts. The Vikings are eight and one. Eagles are undefeated. Like uh, the Giants have only have one or two laws, and so does Dallas. Crazy. If Dallas went four and zero without that Dak Prescott, no, uh, they lost that last game. They lost that last game without Dak. Oh, did they? Against against Philly, they lost the game against Philly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my pit stop, uh, just Justin Fields, man, like he balled again, still young, still young. They would have won this the game. game. They, no, lost, they the lost game. by one. They would have won this game if he didn't throw a pick six. Um, 
I'm going to say that he was being a good teammate and he was trying to get his former Ohio State teammate paid by gifting him a pick six. Uh, you know, that, <laughs> that Ohio State blood runs deep. He saw his <laughs> He saw his friend out there and was like, hey, man, people have been talking about you. What? <laughs> they, said, they said that you were a bust, Jeff Okuda, but I know you're a jefe. I'm going to help you out. I don't <laughs> want nobody saying you're a bust no more. I want them to think that you're good in the league. And he just gifted him one to his friend that he played with at Ohio State. So. Was, it, was it a bad throw? Ah, that's I keep saying gifted for a reason. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like the choice of words was intentional. <laughs> it's one of them, who the hell was you throwing the ball to type of throws? It was it was one of them hero throws. He was about ah. to get he was about to get sacked, and I don't know if he saw. Someone, I don't know if he saw someone.